the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Too nervous to go live on the radio with Scott Furrow? Then share your thoughts on the SoCal Live voicemail at 213-537-3812. That's 213-537-3812. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Hour 2 of Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host and former document collector and controller for the National Archives. What is it about classified documents that just seem to be out there floating around? You know, I don't know if you're following this story today. And, you know, here's here's where we're going to go with this, okay? It's a brand new story, and right now it's just comical. And I guess by it's not really comical because it's a serious thing, but it's kind of comical politically. President Biden um, is apparently in one of his offices at the Biden um, Center in Penn State, has a bunch of classified documents, about 10 classified documents, I guess, in a closet that uh, were found sometime before the election this year. And uh, that information is just coming out. And, of course, with the controversy last summer with Donald Trump having, uh, what, 300 or so classified documents down at Mar-a-Lago and all of that, people are going, oh, you know, something seems to be a little bit different here. Well, well, well. How the turntables. Yes, exactly. And uh, so there's just a lot of buzz and stuff in the news. But one of the things I, I think is, it just matters is that we be careful when things like this come out because we don't know. We don't know. We still don't know what really is in all that stuff that Donald Trump has. Apparently it's not that bad. Otherwise they would do something about it, right? They've known about it for at least a year. And, um, you know, people are going to want to know what does uh, President Biden have? Apparently he took documents or somehow he ended up with documents. We don't know if he took them. We don't know if his people took them. There's just a whole lot of things we don't know. Um, And uh, we don't know what's on them. We have no idea. And this isn't the first time these things have happened, even with Donald Trump. There's there's stuff, okay, that happens when people leave office. People shove things in boxes. People pack up their stuff. Uh, sometimes there's a controversy. Sometimes there is not. President Clinton, I remember, uh, he got in trouble for taking furniture out of the White House that he said was his. And uh, he had to return it. He had to return like end tables and coffee tables and couches and all kinds of stuff. Oh, I thought that was my own couch uh, from back in Arkansas. Uh, no, it wasn't actually. Uh, Thomas Jefferson uh, purchased that couch, sir. And, uh, you know, things happen. All right, so we we don't want, and I think this matters, and this is kind of one of the the points that I like to make here, is you got to wait. It's fun to speculate, and you kind of have to wonder, and there are investigations that are going to happen. The uh, Senate and the House, even the Republican House, but even the Democratic Senate is already saying that uh, they want to be briefed. Senate Intelligence Chair Mark Warner said Tuesday that Congress would be briefed on the classified documents that were found uh, from President Biden's time as vice president. That's a question I have is, is how did he get classified documents as vice president? Did you really do any, do vice presidents do anything? Really? I mean, they're given assignments by the president. It's only been recent years, maybe the last, uh, well, really since uh, maybe Vice President Mondale was known for uh, having some actual things to do. Jimmy Carter gave him things to do. And since then, the role of vice president has changed a little bit where usually rather than just go to funerals and check the paper to see if the president died, you have something to do. It's not as bad as the lieutenant governor of California, by the way, which does nothing. 
Like literally that job is, is the governor still alive? Oh, well, I guess I'll go back to bed. 888-528-2557 if you want to join the conversation, 888-528-2557. So there's a lot of pressure uh, going on, and uh, the president's not answering questions. This is what it sounds like uh, today as the uh, press was asking him about these documents in Mexico City. Years, but I That's a typical uh, situation, okay, where the president is sitting there and everybody's shouting questions and he's not answering. And every president kind of does that, you know, here and there. President Biden has people, though, a lot more aggressive at shoving the uh, the media out and uh, than at least what I've seen in a while. And sometimes presidents, you know, they, they'll answer it if they, they want to. President Reagan used to put his hands up in the air and claim that he couldn't hear any of the questions unless he heard a question that he wanted to answer. And then he'd come over there and he'd answer it. And he'd go, well, and you'd always hear there used to be a reporter named Sam Donaldson. We need a Sam Donaldson somewhere who used to just always shout his questions. So in that sort of press gaggle, you would hear Sam Donaldson over everybody else. In, in that clip, you probably couldn't really hear any particular voices. Uh, even if you know who those people are, you probably couldn't pick them out. But you could always pick out Sam Donaldson if you're old enough to remember that guy. And it always sounded like, you always hear him just shouting over there about Mr. President. Anyway, he's not answering. And, uh, you know, it's a it's a controversial thing. And here's the here's the deal. If you are going to say some things about your predecessor, you better make sure that you didn't do the same thing. Uh, I think that 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 matters quite a bit. Uh, you got to be careful about that. And here's something just for us to think about in our own life. When we're critical of somebody else, particularly somebody who is, you know, an opponent or somebody who we're competing against or we don't like or whatever, we got to be really careful. And, you know, in the church, has the church ever gotten in trouble for being hypocritical about issues in the culture, about telling the, the culture one thing, say about sexual issues, and then what happens? Then the church gets exposed for uh, being involved in the same way, or the pastor does, or somebody, you know, not usually the whole church. Um, there's something about integrity that requires us often to to keep our mouth shut at first and wait for more information. This is a discipline for us to do as we even look at the news. And, you know, something I think is interesting is I don't like to play a lot from The View because it's people just screaming at each other. But this was something that Joy Behar said on The View today. And she she has uh, absolutely no feelings of love for Donald Trump at all. Um, but she said something. I don't know if she meant to make this statement as profound as it is, but I think that what she's saying here is how we often approach political issues or issues where there's controversy, where it's one side versus the other. This is what she said uh, today. Well, we all know that Trump is a liar and a thief. You know, we know that. So it's not that big a jump to say that he obstructed and he lied. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's partly what's going on. So that's what she's saying. So what you have is a whole lot of media who are treating this very differently with President Biden as than they did President Trump. And there's certainly some differences, but right now we don't really know what those differences are. And what I think her statement, what I think is interesting about her statement is, I think if you dislike President Trump, 
and you are a President Biden fan, then you probably are giving President Biden the benefit of the doubt. Or why do you have classified information that has you've had for six years? Why has it been? And it's been moved a couple of times in your closets, in your office. Why is that? You're giving him the benefit of the doubt to say, oh, it's an accident. That's what they're calling it. And they're saying, oh, Donald Trump did it on purpose. Um, But on the other hand, if you are a Donald Trump fan and you don't like President Biden, well, then you might be saying a similar thing as Joy Behar about President Biden. We know that he's a liar and a a terrible person. And uh, so we don't believe him, but we like President Trump. So we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And that's kind of human nature, right, is that we'll give the benefit of the doubt to the side that we like, which I think is normal. But I think you got to be careful with that. You know, you have to, at some point, you've got to take a look at the evidence that's out there and be truthful about it. Whenever President Nixon, you know, Nixon was defended by Republicans for a long time for Watergate, but eventually when the 18 and a half minutes of tape were erased and there was some screwy story about uh, his secretary doing some impossible acts and to accidentally delete it, uh, and then we knew there were tapes, eventually the Republicans had to come around and say, uh, Mr. President, you're going to have to resign. Uh, but that took two years. Okay, that's that's how it works. But eventually, when things come out, you got to be truthful. I think for Christians, we got to just take a step back when there's controversy, and and analyze carefully, because the most important thing is not that our side has some kind of political victory. The most important thing is that the truth comes out. You know, if these classified documents that President Trump has or that President Biden has if they really are jeopardizing our national security, we need to know about it. There's a lot of things that are top secret, right? There's things that people have um, shared with us, you know, the different levels of things that might be top secret, different levels of top secret. Um, And people, you know, when this came out last summer with Donald Trump, people are saying, one guy in CNN said he should have the death penalty for it and quoting all these different laws. But the thing is, is that we still don't know what's on the paper. And right now we don't know what's actually on the paper with President Biden. Uh, There will be investigations. I don't know if we'll ever hear. We've got people who are on one side or the other. We got to be really careful. This was Lisa Rubin um, trying to explain the differences. So for people who are trying to uh, support President Biden, some of what she says is true. Some of it really isn't, though. This is what she says. Based on what we know today, and I will be the first to say that if what we know today changes, I'll come back to you and say my assessment changes as well. But based on what we know... That, by the way, is a good thing to say, if you're going to talk about it, is that, hey, as more information comes out, I will change my assessment. Even if you're trying to spin it a certain way at the moment, you you got to have an out, right, to get it right. Here's what she continues to say. There are three major differences that I can see. She's talking about differences between the Trump documents that he has at Mar-a-Lago, classified documents, and the Biden classified documents. Two of which have been sort of prominently featured by reporters and other analysts. One is the quantity. When we first learned about Donald Trump's potential violations, we've learned over time that he took and then retained more than 320 documents with classification markings. So far, the number of documents that we understand were found in President Biden's personal office, number about 10. Now, those those numbers she gave are true, but here's the thing about it that I think about. It's kind of irrelevant in one sense. It's irrelevant because all of this depends on what actually is on those documents. Because Donald Trump might have 300 documents that aren't really a big deal, Or he might have one document that is a really big deal and 299 that aren't. President Biden can have 10 documents that aren't a big deal, but he might have something that's really a big deal. 
And so it really doesn't matter how many are found. It's ultimately going to matter what kind of documents are there and how did you get them and uh, what's up with that. Uh, She continues with uh, reason number two why the Trump situation and the Biden situation are different. The second is a question of where they were found. Obviously, in President Trump's case, they were found in a variety of locations, whether it be in his personal office at Mar-a-Lago, in the residence in Mar-a-Lago, in storage units in Mar-a-Lago, and then most recently in a storage unit in West Palm Beach, where some of the papers from his presidency were taken. Here, all we know to date is that documents were found in a locked closet in an office at the Penn Biden Center that the former president was using. That doesn't really matter either, in my opinion. I mean, it's it's maybe one is safer than the other, but I don't really see the difference. It's still going to matter what's actually on those documents if we ever find that out. And then it's going to matter why were those documents not put back in their proper place for classified documents. Is it an accident? Is it deliberate? And if it's, you know, if it is whatever the case is, is it something that's related to a policy or decision that they made? That's what's going to matter. Right. So people who are wondering about this with President Biden are saying, well, are these documents related to uh, your business with Ukraine while you were the vice president? Because that if so, then it's a huge issue. But if not, you know, who knows? He may not even know he has them personally. People have staffers and people throw stuff in boxes. You know, I kind of you know, you just don't know. Same thing with President Trump. Is it something that is very crucial national security, say, in your your dealings with North Korea or the nuclear programs? Or is it just, you know, a a menu for King Jong-un that's classified because we don't want to embarrass him because he's got some kind of food allergy? But ultimately, we're not really going to care, right? There's there's a big difference. But where they're located, where they found them, it's it's not really relevant. But here's the the last difference that Lisa Rubin from MSNBC is uh, making the claim that it's different between Trump and Biden. But I venture to say the biggest difference here is one that the law recognizes, and that's one of willfulness. There's nothing to indicate, based on what we know so far, that President Biden either took these documents willfully or retained them willfully. And when you look back at the Trump search warrant application, there are three statutes that the Department of Justice said they were investigating violations of. One has to do with concealing documents from the government in an ongoing investigation. Certainly, we're not there with President Biden yet. But the other two have to do with unlawfully retaining or delivering documents, whether they be documents that affect the national defense in the Espionage Acts case, or just simply holding on to government records, those both require willfulness. That's a level of intent that we're not seeing so far in the Biden case. And that's a distinction with difference, Katie. And, you know, that's a difference so far, but we don't really know. I think it's important that we take that that moment right now as everybody's sort of uh, speculating on what might be on there. There's It is comical. I think politically, you know, it's like you're going after uh, uh, Donald Trump and uh, you for all of this stuff and President Biden. Uh, I don't have a clip, but he said he was, you know, Donald Trump was so, so irresponsible of what he was doing down there. And how could anybody? Well, it looks like, Mr. President, somehow you or somebody who worked for you did the same thing when you were vice president. And you got to be really careful out there, the things that you say, um, because they they come back and uh, and uh, they get you. Well, well, well. How the turntables. That happens all the time in uh, in politics. So what do you think about this? Uh, 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. And, you know, as we talk about this, 
we want to take a look and just go a little bit deeper. You know, there could be a huge controversy here that would be very uh, damaging for President Biden, or maybe even later we'll find stuff out for President Trump in the situation. It also might be very, you know, benign. Okay, yeah, laws are broken, but this kind of thing happens, and it's record keeping, and you know, that's kind of how people might look at it. It could be either way. It could be one. It could be both. You know, maybe it's a norm. Maybe it's a regular thing, right? That presidents are sneaking out uh, documents that they don't want people to see. I don't know. Uh, hopefully, they're not doing that. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. But what I want to do for for us as believers, and when we think about this, here's here's the context. It's kind of an interesting thing to talk about. And maybe you talk about it with your friends if you're in the if you're in the politics or you you know you probably want to talk about this kind of thing. It's really important that we realize that the relationship that that we have with the people we're talking to, that our testimony matters a whole lot more than anything else. Meaning that we've got to be very careful. I was I'm, I'm interested in how many of these reporters are hedging a little bit. And now I don't see that a lot honestly, particularly if they're you know, on one side or the other and they're defending their team. There's an awful lot of hedging, meaning as far as I know, this is what we know so far. This could change later. I don't see that very often. There was an interesting comment that uh, surfaced from last August. This is Karine uh, Jean-Pierre. And she was asked last August, whenever Donald Trump, uh, it was discovered that he had all these documents, she was asked by a reporter in the White House, has President Biden ever mishandled uh, documents. Here's the question, and listen to her answer. She was, uh, she's uh, President Biden's spokesperson. Years, but I... Hold on, I'm wrong one. Here we go. Can you say with certainty to the American people that President Biden, in his time as president, has not mishandled, improperly stored, done anything improper with classified information? No, and then I'm going to move on. Did you hear that? Did you hear that question? Here's the question. Can you say with any confidence... With any certainty that during the period of time that President Biden has been president, has he ever mishandled? Uh, can you say with any certainty that he has not mishandled classified documents? And she says no, but we're going to move on. And somehow that I think uh, I think that went under the radar last August, right? I don't remember that at all. But that was it. You know, now it's sort of very interesting, right? It's like, well, wait a minute. You couldn't say with? Do you mean you just don't have knowledge, or? Do you mean you've got knowledge and you ain't going to talk about it? And, I'll, you know, <laughs> that, you know, here, let's listen to that again. Can you say with certainty to the American people that President Biden, in his time as president, has not mishandled, improperly stored, done anything improper with classified information? No. And then I'm going to move on. You know, that's an in, that's really that's just like last summer. And it has come out that uh, they knew about this before the election. And then it's, you know, it's dropping now. So there's there is a time when maybe they didn't know. And I think that's legitimate. I really do. There's there's thousands of things that people leave uh, office with. And it's just, and, you know, I think this might my thought is with even President Trump at some point, I obviously knew he had these documents. Maybe he did it on purpose. Maybe he didn't. But he did. He left the White House in a very disorganized way. And it could be there's just stuff on desks and they're just throwing them in boxes, not even him personally. Did he personally pack up all those things? That'll be interesting to know, right? But I bet that he didn't. Uh, you know, it's kind of a wild thing. Anyway, 888-528-2557. Uh, Ted in Los Angeles. Ted, welcome to Southern California Live. How you doing, Ted? Uh, the Angels. Hi, Ted. What do you think about this? And how do we not jump to too many? It's such an interesting thing to talk about especially because it's sort of comical with 
you know, the, the different sides now trying to be on defense. How do we not just jump to some conclusion that is just speculation and we don't know? Well, one thing I could say about the Democratic Party is at least they're consistent. You know, I mean, basically, a uh, uh, wise man told me once, if your actions speak so loud that I can't hear a word you're saying, and that's basically what it is. It's just every time, you know, I hear their lips moving, it doesn't seem honest. So, And I'm not saying that any of us are 100 percent, but. I just, uh, there's a lot of speculation. Uh, you don't, you know, we're not a lynch mob, but that's all I've seen is lynch mobs on the left. And, uh, you know, we don't hang witches in this country anymore. We don't go after people for, you know, we're trying to be a, a, a clean society. And, uh, you know, I go down to Orange County, all your spray cans are not locked up at Home Depot. You come to L.A., they're locked up. Why? Yeah, there's a lot like of differences. That? But how do we, uh, you know, in, in situations like this, how do we be consistent? And maybe, you know, I think that's really where I'm headed here. So when the when the Joy, do you hear the Joy Behar quote I had a little while ago? Oh, yeah. You know, she says, yeah. hey, we, we think Donald Trump is a, a liar and a bad person. That's why we think he committed a crime. But we we don't think Joe Biden is. And therefore, we give him the benefit of the doubt. I think that people think that way. I don't think it's exactly what she was saying, but I think that people think that way on both sides, right? It, and how do we as Christians be the ones who sort of rise above that and say, hey, you know what? This is interesting to speculate about, and I hope that there's ultimately nothing bad going on here. But how do we treat both sides the same when there is potential illegal activity or bad things happening and not just say, well, the other side did it? Well, that's what courts are for. You know, that's why, you know, I never jumped on the bandwagon of the OJ thing. I, you know, I, I trust the court systems and, uh, you know, I love OJ. I forgive him if he did anything wrong, but the bottom line is you don't turn into a lynch mob. This is not correct. You allow the judicial systems to do what they're supposed to do. All right. Ted, I think that you're, okay. you're, you do make a good point. I got to go to commercial. But, you know, I think that you know, one of the things in this is you do have to wait for things to come out. And people say, yeah, well, the system's rigged and this and that. Well, yeah, maybe. There's, there's obviously politics. Things get buried. Things get hidden. But also things do come out, you know, eventually. And, you know, I think the danger is, is to believe something is true and just think so much that you're right about it when there isn't information that backs that up that isn't something that would actually go through the courts. It it does matter. That's how our system works. I got to take a break. I'll be back for your calls as we talk about this. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Southern California Live, Scott Furrow. I'll be back as the Tuesday edition continues. Stay tuned. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Text Scott right now in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Well, we all know that Trump is a liar and a thief, you know, we know that. So it's not that big a jump to say that he obstructed and he lied. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's probably what's going on. 
that was Joy, Joy Behar on the show The View that uh, is discussing the discovery of classified documents that President Biden uh, were found in President Biden's Penn Biden Center, which was an office that he used before he became president. And the controversy is obviously there that uh, there's been so much criticism of President Trump having classified documents. Now people are wondering what President Biden has cla- on his classified documents that uh, the, the Penn-Biden Center was not built until 2018. So somewhere between 2016 or 2017, January of 2017, when President Biden was leaving office as vice president, those documents were somewhere uh, for two years, and then they got moved into this office. And recently, uh, some of President Biden's attorneys uh, turned them over. Uh, they waited, though, a few months uh, till the election was over. So there's a controversy. But at the end of the day, we don't know what's on those documents. We still don't know specifically what documents the President Trump has either. And Joy Behar's comments, obviously, she's no fan of President Trump. And she made this statement that I think is how we often view stuff like that, where if we don't like the other side, there's certainly lots of people today who think that uh, President Biden is a, a liar and a thief. And uh, so they're going after him today. And uh, but also give Donald Trump the benefit of the doubt. People on both sides do that. And you know, honestly, we don't know. We don't know what's on that paperwork. Both sides. In fact, uh, there's a lot more documents that we know of from President Trump that President Trump has. However, uh, CNN is reporting that in the stack of documents that President Biden uh, had, that there are some documents that are highly classified, the kind of thing that has very sensitive information on it. So, you know, there's there's stuff there. And like I said before, we still don't know what that is. It could be something very, very serious, but it could be something where people are going to hear it and go, yeah, you know, you shouldn't have that, but it's not really a big deal. My point is this, is how do we as as Christians and as people who have a testimony, and we're, we're talking about this uh, today, and it's all over the news, and, and uh, there's, there's definitely a comical political element that, uh, you know, all of a sudden, oh, you have some classified documents too. Well, well, well. How the turntables... Exactly. So how do we make sure that we maintain some integrity with how we discuss issues like this when it's so easy just to go after the other side um, and to do whataboutism and things like that? 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Dave and Brea, welcome to Southern California Live. Yeah, hey, Scott, how are you today? I'm good, Dave. How are you? Quite a storm out there today. Yeah. Hey, you know, um, Scott. I, you know, I think I think you're right. I think there's, you know, the, both sides have, um, you know, uh, you know, have some uh, guiltiness here, if you want to say. I think the problem is, Scott, the way I see it is, you know, that, um, you know, Donald Trump was not liked by our media, was not liked by, um, was not liked by social media, was not liked by our, our main uh, news agencies, was not liked by Hollywood. And those, unfortunately, that's that's the mouth that we hear in this country. Um, there isn't really anybody that's like, uh, you know, I'm going after the the liberal Democrat. It, it's uh, and I agree, you know, there is some stuff leaking out, but I don't think you're going to see the the you know, you're not going to see uh, any news agency go all in on something that they think Biden might have done. Where I think on Trump, I think we showed over the past, you know, six years now that if, if, if Trump's name is on it, he's guilty 
you know, like I said, you, you can't post things on social media that now have come true. Um, what, you know, what was being said about, you know, Trump, you know, three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, um, you know, that, that you just wanted to say something good about it. And, and it was taken right down. Um, and I just think that the, it, the, the cards are stacked against conservatives and liberals just I, to me it just seems like they run amok and they are able to get away with it how do we on our side if you're a conservative uh or if you're a liberal how do you on your side take a look at how uh you know how to approach it because i think that you know what you're seeing with president trump for example is i mean people last summer were saying well he's going to jail he's going to be indicted he's gotten the nuclear codes all this stuff and so far there's nothing you know, he definitely has documents he shouldn't have, and apparently he's been a pill at giving them back. But, uh, you know, there's nothing has come of that yet. All, most of the stuff said about Donald Trump so far, uh, you know, there's been no indictments. There's been nothing. And for his whole political career, five years of it, uh, six years of it, you know, they say, uh, oh, he's the walls are closing in. It never happens. Uh, and you're right. that, And that was Joy Behar's comment, is that they're giving Biden the benefit of the doubt because they like him. That's actually what she said. Uh, and that is yeah, what the, that is what the media does. But eventually, yeah. stuff comes out, right? If there if there's something serious that one of them has or both of them has in those documents, um, that needs to come out. How do we not, you know, defend our side, whatever our side is, uh, just by saying, "Well, the other side did it too." Yeah, no, it, it, and I agree. I think if it's if it's that serious, it's going to come out. My only concern is against God, and I don't know what the answer is because I do believe that if it's a Republican or conservative, that that if if there's a statement made or there's there's a document that's they're all in, they're all doing their research, they're all trying, they're they're throwing everything they can at it to 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 prove it to be true, and they'll say things and do things that. I just, and it never, like you say, it never pans out. But yet, you know, you say something about, you know, a liberal or or a Democrat. Well, the media doesn't. Yeah, it's a it's a completely different approach, and that's you know that's what uh, you know upsets a lot of people. Thank you, Dave, for your call. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven, and that's something that's been there for a long time. You can go back. You know, hundred years, and you're going to find the same kind of arguments about bias in the media. And mostly, it's true. There are studies out there that the media is overwhelmingly on the left. Um, almost all the staffers, the news writers, you know, overwhelmingly are approaching it from that side. And all of us have biases, right? We all say things that um, we would phrase differently, or we we defend our side, or we give our side the benefit of the doubt because we like a certain person, or we like a certain agenda, or whatever that is. When I'm really getting at here is this is something that we need to you know acknowledge i think that is true about our society but as as believers how do we make sure that we rise above that how do we have integrity you know there are there are lots of things and i think this is true about president uh, trump that there are people call it the trump derangement syndrome you've probably heard that before and the idea that anything donald trump says or does is wrong and so there are some people who just can't accept that maybe not everything is bad that Donald Trump ever did, right? There's another side of it that says, you know, nothing he ever did is wrong. And that also is bad. How do we not get in either camp, whether it's about President Trump or about President Biden? There are people, you know, who criticize everything President Biden does, or they will compliment everything President Biden does. 
you know, it seems to me that that is part of our our difficulty as a country right now politically is that we are so we are so put into our sides, you know, that it's more important to be to win than it is to be correct. It is more important to have our side do better than it is to have the country do better. It is more important to be on the left or the right and have those agendas move forward than it is to be right. Does that make sense? That and I think for Christians, if I can challenge us, you know, in this, I think we need to be in the argument. We need to be in the arena, but we've got to be on the side of of truth and holding back, even though uh, maybe you feel like things are are weighted more on another side. That's probably true, but you don't want to be in a position where you say a bunch of stuff and then it turns out not to be true. Then you lose credibility. That that's what the the problem is for the the Bidens right now. Okay, is that uh, it looks like that they're losing credibility because of the fact that there's so much was said about President Trump and being irresponsible and how can you do that kind of thing, and and you might have jeopardized um, people's uh, safety. And now it turns out that President Biden has similar documents. And what has he been doing with it for these years? So uh, CBS News has basically, uh, or CNN, you know, is pointing, both of those stations actually are pointing out some of that hypocrisy. And the thing is, is that we we still don't know what's actually true. Maybe there's nothing important on those documents either way. Maybe it's both. But you've got to be careful when you really condemn one side or the other, the other side, when you don't actually have the facts. You might even be right with your speculation, right? Sometimes we say things about a situation and we don't have the information, but we're, we feel pretty strongly that we're correct. And sometimes we are, right? Sometimes you have an intuition. Sometimes you have a thought, hey, you know what? I think this is going on. But the right thing to do is you investigate and you find out. Um, sometimes you find out that you're wrong. We got to be really careful. And I think for, for Christians right now, Christians are being challenged a lot in the media and by people that you know who are not Christian by taking one side or the other on things like this. I would say, you know, if, if you're going to criticize President Biden or if you're going to celebrate President Biden for some decision or position on something, you got to ask yourself, would you have the same opinion if it were President Trump? You know, if you think President Biden has done a great job with something, would you, if President Trump did it, would you say that he did a great job or would you say that he did a bad job? Or if you like President Trump, you know, do you praise President Trump for something? But if Biden does the same thing, do you criticize it? Uh, We can't do that. It's duplicity when that happens. We don't have integrity when that happens. And that's that's what politics is, right? It becomes about sides. Uh, We need to be on the side of truth. That's what Jesus told us. When he's talking to Pontius Pilate, he says, whoever is on the side of truth is on my side. Like if you want to know if you're on God's side, you got to be on the side of truth, even if that truth is inconvenient uh, to uh, the direction you're going. All right, I got to take a break. I'll take your calls when we get back. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557, Southern California Live, Tuesday edition. Scott Furrow, I'll be back in just a moment. Stay tuned. You're listening to SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. We are uh, talking about the revelation today that uh, President Biden, uh, that his office at uh, Penn State had some classified documents. And, uh, you know, the the sort of political, comical, you know, uh, deal that's going on here where people are saying, oh, and he had these documents. And what's the difference between President Trump having documents and how often does this happen? That kind of thing. 
what I'm getting at here for us is how do we, you know, we all have opinions. We have people that we like. We're on one side or the other politically or with agendas and those kinds of things. How do we make sure that we are careful enough to wait for the truth to come out before we declare something to be true uh, that later turns out to be false and we lose integrity? 888-528-2557. Jeff in Westminster, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, uh, my point is, as Christians, we need to do our homework. Mm. For example, I looked up all 60 cases when the election was in question, and all 60 of them were thrown out, which means our election is legitimate. So if we have 200 Republicans running for office that say the election was thrown, I'm going to call them on that. It means they're being biased. And I agree with the previous caller who said we need to let the legal system take its place. In the case of Trump, they asked him for the papers. They filled out an affidavit, they got a search warrant, they followed the steps, and they found them. And so we need to let it take its place. And as Christians, we need to hold judgment until some results come down. We have to be, uh, Jeff, I appreciate your call on that. We've got to deal with what the facts are, right? There's an awful lot of things that are said, and often by Christians in the area of politics in particular, but sometimes in other stuff, that just isn't true. There's things on social media that people put down on both sides, and both sides do this, that are just completely made up. Uh, about the other side or about the election. And both sides have election deniers, and both sides have had things to say about elections and have stood by things that and, – and you make the point about court that matters, I think, a lot. Years ago, I wrote an article about – I don't know if you remember that in the Bush administration, there was a controversy about whether or not a Bush administration official had outed a um, – if they had outed a CIA agent and and gave out his identity as a secret agent, and it was kind of a big deal, and there was a special prosecutor against President Bush and his administration, and at, it went on for quite a long time, and there was an awful lot of media saying, "Oh, President Bush is bad, and he's done this terrible thing." To get, it became like this revenge story and all this other stuff. Well, it turned out to be nothing, and the thing that was interesting that what I wrote the article about was this is that the lawyers for all of the news stations, the lawyers for NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, CNN, ABM, all of them, in court, where this was actually being brought to court, all of those lawyers for every station, they all said, no, this didn't happen. Like what they actually said in court was, this didn't happen. We know who revealed the person. It turned out to be a, a reporter who did it accidentally, and everybody knew that. That was the, the facts of the case were actually known. So if you went to court, you actually discovered, if you go read what the courts had to say, you actually discovered what the networks actually think, what the network lawyers actually think. And the interesting thing was everybody was on the same side in court. But if you turned on the TV, it was a completely different story. President Bush is bad. These people did something illegal. They outed this guy. I mean, they tried to, but their lawyers were saying something else. And that is something that I learned that whenever there's these things, so this happening now with, with President Biden, it's going to be interesting to see if this if something ever goes to court. It's different when you're in front of Congress. You might be under oath. You know, what do people actually say under oath? And, you know, a lot of what people brought to uh, court for President Trump in 2020, they said something different in court than what they said in public. They just did. And you have to take a look at that and go, well, if you're not going to say the same thing in court as you are in public, it means you don't have enough. It doesn't mean that you're wrong necessarily. You might have, and that's kind of where I'm at with some of this, is that you might have an assumption or an inclination that, hey, something's funny here or something's rigged or something seems off. You might even be right. But until you have that information, 
that can actually be solid in court, then you, you don't have anything. You know, you might be right, but the way our system works is you've got to go to court with it. And maybe there's something else. Maybe you're, maybe you're missing the greater, the greater point. Uh, about different things. And it and what happens, though, is it discredits you because you might have a bunch of things to say, but then your coworker, who you should be witnessing to, they go look at what was actually said in court and discover, oh, they're not really saying the same thing in court. There's something about being under oath. The reason we do that, the reason that we threaten penalty under perjury, uh, some people will perjure themselves, but actually most people don't want to go to prison and they certainly don't want to go to federal prison. And so when they actually get to that point, or then they don't want to lose their law license and they don't want to lose, you know, their whole career for something that they know to be either not true or that they know they don't really have the evidence for, or they don't want to get sued for libel, you got to be really careful. And when you're under oath, that's when, that's when it's out there. And that's, that's something I think for us as Christians, we should think about that we're always under oath before the Lord, that we have to be truth tellers the best that we can. And I think some of it's just to say, you know, in my opinion, this. You know, I feel like this might be true. I feel like this might be a cover-up. But you got to admit, hey, you know what? I don't always, I don't necessarily know. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Tanya, welcome to Southern California Live. Hello. Hi, Tanya. How are you? Hi, you. Um, I just wanted to just weigh in, just like really quick um, about it. You know, they come in. I just want to just, but maybe someone said it already. It's just that I basically feel that. Um, is what I've seen is that uh, when it's one-sided, meaning in this case, um, in regards to everything Donald always um, seems to be that he's even accused of something, like almost things are just created. And then there are many things that have gone to court that have been disproven. Mm-hmm. And, and when they're disproven, you don't hear nothing about it. Right. It's just another accusation comes up then. Yeah. This is what I've like seen with my own eyes. And then with the other side, um, there are things that's just like really more so um, in your face, and it doesn't get looked into at all. It just gets kind of like discarded, like, oh, it just, there's nothing there. And it's just like very frustrating. Um, and that's me as a former Democrat, which is why I'm no longer that anymore. Um, it's just because I just, after watching that kind of over and over, it's like it's insulting to my intelligence. You know, I think that uh, it's one of the reasons you have to wait to see what's true. And you have to be savvy to the idea that if somebody's accused of something, it doesn't mean that they did it. Uh, right? Right. Uh, that right, we don't right. know. And that's true in our personal lives with people. It's it's why gossip is so bad, right? Is sometimes we just we just are the judge and jury of our friends or people at church or people at work. And we don't have a clue sometimes what the actual situation is. And it's a, it's a important thing for Christians to be able to say, to be able to say that I don't have a clue uh, what the situation. Thank you. Thank you, Tanya, for your call and uh, to wait, you know, it's important for us to, to wait, even if we think it's unfair, we might be right, but you know, things tend to come out over time if they're, if they're serious uh, you know, if this issue with President Biden or President Trump is actually very serious, eventually we're going to know. I think uh, most of the time that's true. Either way, whatever biases are there, I think you figure it out eventually. Uh, Nick in Simi Valley, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, Scott. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. 
Um, so I was calling in thinking from uh, the perspective just uh, as a believer. Um, it seems like a lot of the things that we're hearing are um, assertions and that I'm, I'm sure there's truth to it. And then some things are stretched and some things we don't know. Like, at what point as believers is it kind of like it's not really our business at this point since there isn't anything that's been proven and it just kind of um, sounds like a lot of gossip, almost like a, I don't know, in a sense a waste of time to be talking about it um, and then thinking biblically how we're supposed to be praying for the leaders. Yeah. And there's a Bible verse. I don't remember what it is, um, but it ta- I think it's in Proverbs just talking about how gossip is like a morsel that just goes down, goes down deep. And I just kind of, that's the the feel I get uh, with all that's going on and how previous callers have commented on, we need to leave it to the judicial system um, to do their part. And I mean, I'm, I tend to be a quite a black and white thinker. I'm like to the, to the opinion of if it's not, it, I, I see it almost as media controlling us, like the classic example, like who knows what's really happening, but there's so much time and effort and, and gossip and accusations going on. And like, where's what, what, what really did happen and, and where, where's the truth? You know? Yeah. You know, I think that, uh, Nick, you make a good point that we have to be that all of the, a lot of the political discussion, right? It's interesting, but it is ultimately gossip, right? Until we know. We're not there. We don't really know what. And there's so much. There is so much politics and and underhanded stuff going on that we may never see. And there are circumstances that we don't know. And that's that's what happens in our relationships with each other. That's why gossip is so bad, right? Is that you say something bad about something, but you have no idea if it's true or even if it is true. Sometimes there's why. There's details you don't know, and all you're doing is is wrecking relationships. Uh, and uh, I'm almost out of time here, so there's so much more to say on that. Nick, can you? Uh, would you like a free book? Would you like a book uh, by Rabbi Kurt Schneider called "Messianic Prophecy uh, yes, Revealed"? Sir. I would love. Yes, sir. I hey, would love that. All book. right, hold on. Don't hang up. A producer will get your address and we'll send you that book. All okay, right. Thank you, sir. Hold on. Hey, we're uh, giving away a free book uh, every day this week. One free book, Messi- Messianic Prophecy Revealed by Rabbi Kurt Schneider. And uh, Nick gets one of those books today. We do that every day. So as you listen and you call Southern California Live, do that. Hey, you want to know something real interesting? Three things that President Washington warned our country about when he left office. One was the importance of unity, that we should be united. The second one was the worst enemy of government is loyalty to our political party over our nation. The third one was danger of foreign entanglements. You know, study that, and you you might see uh, something from a very, very wise man that we should pay a lot more attention to. We're out of time. So much more to talk about. Thanks for your calls today. The Southern California Live, Scott Furrow. I'll see you tomorrow from 3 to 5. God bless. Have a great evening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.